Bonjour. Hola. Um, Bienvenue. My name is T-Rex. T, you got a new name. I did. I changed my name. I simplified. Uh, no more Tranica. R.I.P. R.I.P. Tranica. Um, King of all the dinosaurs is very powerful, but also he is such a stupid <laughs> motherfucker. Like, he looks so dumb. He has tiny arms, and he's just, like, bad balance. So, so it's an accurate name. Yeah. Good. So, you know. Excellent. Call me T-Rex from now on. How you feeling, Lucky? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling sassy. It's, for some reason, warm outside again. I'm, yes. I wore my fall hat for nothing. We're doing a, a double taping today, so we're getting ready for a, a long one. Yeah, get ready for the second yeah. episode that we're we take today. Drinking, it's going to so. be loopy. Yeah. All right, we are joined by a very special guest, Miss Naomi Smalls. Hi, T. The T. <laughs> no, and it's T-Rex. Like, it's just, really, she just changed her name to make it easier to remember. Yeah. How stoned are you on a scale of one to ten? I'm really not that stoned. I'm well. more just like... Experiencing life. <laughs> so there's, that's an 11? No. There's time. It's okay. No, I'm, I'm enjoying this like sunny day in Chicago. I think it's going to be like one of the last oh my ones. God. Mm-hmm. No. Is it officially the last day of summer now? Don't say Isn't that. I thought it was over. Is it tomorrow? Like Labor Day? I'm going to oh, Labor Day is like the first, the last But day. while I Google um, it. Uh, also, uh, speaking of stoned, we are joined by Chicago's own, Nico. Hi. It's me, Nicotina. Nicotine. Ooh. I'm addicted Change to your nicotine. Name too. <laughs> yeah, I changed my name too, you get a, guys. Uh, you get a I name like change. it. Yeah, I think it's cute. What would you change your name to? Lucky. Me? Yeah. I don't know. Unlucky. Oh, lucky snacks. <laughs> or licky snacks. Licky. I think. Or like licky stuff is sometimes what Cat calls me. Licky stuff. Licky stuff. Yeah. Would you ever change your drag name, Naomi? Um, I think in the back in the day I wanted to be Bambi. Just because I'm like the long leg, yeah, brown, you know, just Bambi, <laughs> brown, just just Bambi, I like but with it. the feet of Thumper. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Bumper. And you love your mom. Oh, well, didn't oh you no! Mm. Wow, Wrong that name. was really dark. Wrong, Wrong storyline. <laughs> Sidebar: The Turn last the day of summer in the central time zone is apparently September 22nd, so we've got a whole month oh. left. Oh, cool. I know. <clears> it was. But You're the, welcome. The that's bathroom. what I do. For me, the summer's over when the bathroom shut down at the beach and you have to plan around that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like, all right, everyone's pissing in the water after... Uh, you just take a hole like a yeah. cat. I don't yeah. go into Lake Michigan after September 1st. <laughs> it's too gross. All right, do you want to start us out? I want to start us out. What made you start drag? Uh, I, I want to go to Naomi because I think she has a cool story. Absolutely. Um, I didn't really know anything about drag queens when I was in high school, like, at all. Um but I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race. and What season? I think it was season two. Uh, and I think I was like in 10th, 11th grade. <laughs> Wild. I know. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> and um, so I kind of like was just watching the show as a fan. And then when I turned 18, I was able to go to like the competitions and all the drag shows. I just like fell in love with like all the hair and makeup and, like, attitude and, like, really creating a moment on stage. And you grew up in Riverside, California, which meant that you could see a bunch of the girls that were on Drag Race at totally. Mickey's. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. um, I mean, Raven and Raja and Morgan. Um, I Delta. just, like, grew up seeing, yeah, yeah, Delta. But, like, Mayhem was one of the first drag queens I ever saw. And I just, like, I want to do that. And I want to try and do that better. That, that was, like, my goal. <laughs> yeah. I'm always trying to, like, yeah. Um, challenge myself to do something so I was like I just really want to like study 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 and I had like a year of just watching YouTube and Mm. hanging out with other drag queens and learning things and I think that's one of your best personality traits 
uh, is that you like put your mind to something and you're like, I'm going to do the best version of this possible. Oh, thank you. You like study up on things. And mm-hmm. I love that. I think that like curiosity is one of the best like uh, traits that anyone can have. And I think you're very curious and you're like, yeah, you're good at putting your mind to something and the total package is always like sickening when you do it. Thank you. So yeah. Except for that cat. I was curious. <laughs> oh, God, here comes Nico. <laughs> Nico, what made you start drag since you want to talk, I guess? <laughs> oh no no no! Coming in with a. What do we have on the spot? Uh, I I've just okay, always have caused stress. Yeah. <laughs> to answer questions. You've hosted a show with me for years, and you should know by now with a Stoke. microphone in front of me, I can't speak English. <laughs> Curiosity killed the joke. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just have always cross-dressed and wore makeup like through high school and middle school. And when you were like, a MySpace kid, yeah, you know, <laughs> just being like a scene queen on like horror trains and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, on bulletins, you know, yeah. uh, just doing that, and then just sort of evolved the more I like went out to clubs and stuff. When and did then, you start though? Was it in the MySpace era or? Uh, no, I was like uh, I was like eighteen, I think, when I first started, and I was at Pulse, and uh, Axel Andrews had a show there. Pulse, yeah. Yeah. They had a show, uh, like a talent show, and I got into it with uh, all of them. And then I saw Detox one time perform there, and she was just so cool because she was so 80s and so different than like all the other pageant queens. And she like climbed on top of bars and stuff (laughs) like that. And I was like, wow, this one's wild. This this is before Drag Race. Yeah, this was like before Drag Race back then when she was living in Orlando, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. We stand D on this podcast. We do. Yeah. We got to get her on. We got to get her on. Well, trying to make busy. it work. I, um, I feel like that's like a category of drag queens, like the MySpace queens. Oh, MySpace totally. Queens. Especially especially now, I feel like um, just with everything coming, like emo being popular yeah. and all that stuff, it's like once you were like a scene queen, you basically are a drag queen now. Well, right. right. Scene hair is like the gateway drug to drag. Oh, totally. totally. It still you is the hair. Tease. Yeah. <laughs> that hairspray. <laughs> Um, did you do, like, competitions? Is that how you got started? Uh, yeah. I did the one that, uh, with Axel. Axel, uh, Axel had, um, and I lost every time. <laughs> um, and... Like, hardcore lost, or, like, made it to the finale, but... Oh, um, I was, al- I was always, I was always second, which I guess has stayed with me up until now. Same. Chicago's premiere number two. Uh, um, oh. <laughs> Andy Chan's now a thing. Oh, damn you know? it. <laughs> She's better. Um... Well, if we're talking about number twos, I believe that would have to be Lucy Stool. That's true. Oh, I, I see what you did there. Right. Bum, bum, yeah. bum. Number one in the number joke. <laughs> number one in the number get two it. business. Yeah, who? <laughs> we get it, Trinica. You pooped your pants. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Naomi, you did a bunch of competitions. I did in Riverside. Yeah, when I was eighteen, I just like uh, signed up and I won a bunch. When Nico has left and gone to the corner. Well, what, yeah. Like once after my first performance ever, like I got second place and I got second place to Laganja. And wow. I was like, okay, I have to like try and get to that. <laughs> I want to be first. So then like the, the other competition, like for finals, I just kept coming harder and harder. And I had so much fun. And you won like everything after that then, yeah. I won until a point, and then I was like, okay, I need to stop doing this and yeah. like actually try and get the book. Well, I mean. mm-hmm. Because people get stuck in competition. They really, really do. You, you it's can't do them for more than, like, you. you can't do them more than, like, t- two or three times, mm-hmm. or, like, I mean, 
you know. Especially if you're winning them. Like, you need to give yeah. people a chance. That's yeah. what, it, yeah. Exactly. Well, I feel like you know when it's time to leave because other people who are competing are like, why are you, why are you yeah, there? Why are you like, like, you're, why? you could get booked. Yeah. 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 Some people but just then, love to compete. I mean, it's fun. I feel like it, it drives me creatively. So I miss it a lot. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I do some of my best work when I'm, like, in that kind of structure. Totally. It's hard to, like, motivate yourself without the competition aspect. Mm-hmm. That's why people like live or die. I love going to competition shows because those like those performers are trying their hardest. People are oh, hungry, yeah, dude. and they like they bring like all of their friends, and they have backup dancers. Mm-hmm. And like, oh. you will never see a girl work harder than like finale night of like a Roscoe's Drag Race or mm-hmm, like uh, mm-hmm. crash landing. You know, crash landing, like they pull out all the fucking stops. But like, that's how a fin- finale should be. It, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's, just, it's, ma- it's so, it, so major. It's mm-hmm. so yeah. Like the we, whole time you're we, just jerking your head around. We just had one <laughs> and it was insane when EXO won and there's just like oh she threw oh, yeah. basketball that was, that was super crazy. There was like backup dancers, <laughs> naked <laughs> men, plot twists, uh, money guns. Like, oh my god, there was money <laughs> lights. Uh, multi- oh my god, there was like black Berlin, lights. Berlin lights. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, we paid the light bill. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> oh um, my god, T, what made you start doing drag? Um, I, you know, I had like wanted to get back into theater or something because I stopped doing theater for like ten years. Yeah, and then I was like, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I kind of found drag right around the time where I was like, I want to get back on stage maybe, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh yeah, I don't want to, uh, like be a part of a giant stupid production (laughs) (laughs) i want to like do this on my own time so yeah i I, yeah we've talked about this a little bit yeah theater on your time yeah uh but yeah i it was like season (laughs) one of drag race i saw and i was like this is fucking cool (laughs) (laughs) i was not in 10th grade like you named oh my god i was in fact living in chicago for two years so this ignored i mean that was only like seven years ago seven years ago i was it was 20 what year is that I don't know. I don't know. 2012? There's yeah. a reason we all do drag. <laughs> yeah, well. Because we don't know dates. <laughs> Math is hard. What about you? Math is hard. Me? Um, I, I don't know. I was going through, like, a whole, you know, I'd moved across the country to be here. I didn't really, I had, like, left a whole life behind. I didn't know really who I was. And then, you know, found. I would say that I, like, found myself in the club. And then... You know, eventually, if you're hanging around drag shows enough, it makes you want to, right? You, like, get this urgent suddenly, and you're like, well, now I think I should try this, you know? Your life is in two chapters, I feel like. It really is. Yeah. So, which makes know, me scared about you know the about third chapter. Luck- <laughs> Do you know about Lucky's, like, OG life for this one? I was pretending to be a, a, a nice straight girl. Really? And, and I was married for five years. I was with my oh, yeah, ex for 11 years. That. Yeah. Shut up. I was yeah. married so, to an ex-Mormon. Yeah. Oh my god! How whoa! So lucky. You were like all <laughs> in another crazy. life. It's wild. Yeah. Well, I was. Yeah. Like, you couldn't show your shoulders. No, I mean I could because what they looked at me funny. <laughs> Did you have tattoos? I got the tattoos over the course of being married. Okay. Yeah. So I start when we there first. Was a my first tattoo that I ever got was my engagement present. Wow. Yeah. What oh, was so it? you guys were both kind of like, fuck it. Yeah. Okay. He was yeah. Under, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And yeah. So it was more like his background. Yeah, his mom was really mad about it. <laughs> he brought you home to mom to make her mad. This is exactly what it was. Like, yeah. he would let me put makeup on him and stuff. Like, oh, you word. put makeup on too. Yeah, it was a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. But Mormon? yeah, that was like the first chapter. Mormons have some cute underwear. 
that's they you are know, actually like, like the onesie. How do you know about this, Naomi? How do you know about the Mormon underwear? I know about it from Tumblr. I see a lot of Mormon <laughs> porn. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's yeah. true. You did. interesting. Wow. I know and I'm so Christmas. like into that like look. The, like, I love, like I love the like little under onesie, very like, Brooklyn boy, like in like a old timey. Damn, I didn't. That's the kind of porn you should direct. Yeah. Tum- yeah. Tumblr will be your best source for fashion porn and Lady Gaga. And I love Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely true. And Zachary's gifts. No, yeah. So. T, you want to take this next one? Yeah. Uh, how do uh, upcoming drag performers create looks on par with more famous girls with larger costume budgets? That's like Nico. You want to answer this one? That is very true. Yeah, Nico's still trying to answer that question. Um, <laughs> thrift stores, uh, and if you don't have talent or time, go to a local community college, find a fashion designer, mm-hmm. and borrow some of their clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's basically what Chicago Drag has built themselves on now. Yeah, um, and tag them. And tag them. In work with other payment. people. Also, get a sewing machine and just even if it's ugly, keep going. It's just it's just like <laughs> it's just like makeup. You'll eventually get good at it, hopefully, or you'll get money by that and buy stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't know. Or it's it's a whole different ball game now. Like, yeah, it's when true. You really, you look at season two and the girls walk into the the uh, dressing or the workroom and like black like dresses and mm-hmm. then, like short hair and now everyone's walking you in can't yeah yeah like some yeah. of the like the runway stuff for like the grand things and the older drag race stuff was it are like really lame now kind yeah. Of. yeah and then like even like some of the new girls here they come out and i'm like wow you have nicer clothes than i the do the new mm-hmm. kids are like <laughs> stunting they uh-huh. different yep. game it's um, true. oh well i think what you do kind of also like if you don't have like a budget for costumes and stuff if you just like stone like dresses you find like that's a very easy way to like make <laughs> something look Nice. I mean, because you know, you see something stoned on stage. It looks nice. It looks nice, and it's from Akira, but you know, we're working with our budget. (laughs) No, week to week here. It's a true thing. Like recently, I did a photo shoot, and I I bought, I returned, but bought this really expensive. You know, I was like, it's just for this one day. I went to Nordstrom's rack and like, you know, lived my best life. And it was this giant like Diane von Furstenberg like green Muppet coat, like really nice looking. And I was like so proud of it. And I was like, I know I'm gonna return this but I'm gonna live my fantasy for this one day and underneath I was like I have to wear something underneath it because you know it's it was a, a corporate photo shoot and it was um I put on this little like uh leotard that I bought from a thrift store that it's Mickey Mouse but it doesn't even have any ears because it's a black leotard with Mickey on top of it so you can't <laughs> see the ears and you can't see half the body um but I stoned it to shit because I was Work. like well if this is like a cheapy thing from the thrift store I have to yeah and Somebody came into the room and was like, oh, my God, what is that? And I totally, fully thought it was the fur coat. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's Diane's And then they were like, no, this. And they, like, picked up the leotard and were gagging over it. And I was like, this is a $5 leotard. I put some $10 stones on, like... You just they just like ignored your diamond. Yeah, they were they didn't even care about it, and I was like, man. Stones. So are then good, I really had to return it. <laughs> stones are a good way to make things look more expensive. Mm-hmm. You see it on stage and it catches your eye. I mean, but not good have, in photos. Uh, sometimes. The, I mean, I think the key the stones, is right? for me. I never want to know where someone got something that they're wearing on stage. Mm. Like I, don't, <laughs> I don't want it to be easily accessible. So like, there's like fully the Akira like tag <laughs> hanging out of the back. She just looks at you like, dead well, in I'm, your eyes. I'm taking this back. Um, when I'm <laughs> <laughs> so I would just say like make it different. Like edit it. 
Yeah. The same thing with like wigs and stuff like that. Like give it a bang trim that's like unique to you and not just like off the rack. Totally. By or if you're style. really thin and tall, just wear pasties and call it a day. Nicole Page was <laughs> shaking. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Um oh yeah. Yeah, is it my turn? Yeah. I'm 15 and I want to do drag, but my parents say I'm too young. What is an appropriate age to start drag? Well, but like, are they saying that you're too young to go out into a club in drag? Because probably. Yeah. But are they saying you can't just like play with the hair and makeup and do the dress up part? That seems like there's something else going on. You have an advantage if you're like, if you're too young to get into the club, but you're already interested in drag, you have an advantage Mm because now you can just sit at home and like look at pictures and like plan your face and yep. you know prepare practice and you'll see if you like really 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 want to do it because there's one thing to do makeup in your bedroom but there's another thing to go out and be in drag and do no, it it's true. Like, you know mm-hmm. but, that was but like, there's yeah. so many like under 21 girls that are like kind of well known now on instagram mm-hmm. that are just making friends on the internet right yeah. and well, a lot of oh sorry go ahead uh, i was gonna say uh ava young when she first started yep. coming out like stunning just like did drag for fun um, and then it was, like, better than everybody. And then when she did 21, like, killed it. Yeah, we were all screwed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Went to her prom in drag and got written up in, like, the local newspaper. I love that. Yeah. Her and Harlow Wench. Yep. Wild. So, wild. Yeah. And so we've known Eva for, like, five years, but she was, like, 17, 18 mm-hmm. years old. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you she can was, do it. She was doing Neverland photo shoots when she was, like, 18. Right. And looked better than... <laughs> yeah, but, thank you. But yeah. If, you're, if your parents are saying that you're too young to even yeah. like look at that stuff, I would have a if you can, if it's safe to, I would have a real conversation with your parents about like why exactly it is because if they're if it's some other like mm. weird, you know, gendery thing that they're worried about, then that's a whole nother kettle of fish. Yeah. But but the art of it, like you don't have to do it one particular way, you know. Also, I found that like talking about it is different than like if your parents see you, like, in full drag or, like, see you performing and, like, living your fucking life yeah. and people, like, freaking out for you, that's two different things because they can actually see uh, what it's see, Oh, got it. It's not this weird fetish or it's not mm-hmm. uh, this, like, weird, dark, you know. It's not because I didn't say I love you enough. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, so... I don't know. I, I wouldn't talk about it a ton with my parents and, and be more like, like kind of what I did with my mom was like, hey, look, here's me out and these are all my friends and no, it's not a bedroom thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a weird, you know, and if it is, do your thing. Yeah, but, it yeah, okay. yeah, it work. Yeah, but uh, yeah, let them see you in your element, I think is a good way. Mm-hmm. They just want you to, I mean, hopefully they just want you to be happy and joyful and if they see you living that life, then hopefully that's all going to work out. Fingers crossed. I think if I was 15 and my parents said I was too young to do drag, knowing my parents, it would be more about, like, looking at it realistically, how expensive it is to do drag. Mm. True. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, if you're 15, your parents are obviously supporting you, and they're going to be able mm-hmm. to, like, go out and get you the makeup. And yeah. Like, like, this is that. your soccer That's practice. true. And that, yeah, right? if I was a parent, that's, like, kind of my decision at the same time, because that's my money. Yeah. True. And, like... If you want it so badly, then go make your own money. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Super so the fair. The question is, are, yeah, because drag costs a lot of money. Yeah. So, yeah. But the people don't, th- people really don't know it until they finally, like, yeah. get in drag once. Like, wait, I have to do what? I have to yeah. do oh, what? Just, the, so, just what? the makeup but, alone, uh, if you buy from, like, the depart like a small department store is like extremely expensive for everything you need. Right. Yeah. You're f- building up your kit is difficult and takes time. Nico, how did your parents tell you you're too ugly to do drag? <laughs> um, they haven't. <laughs> my mom, I don't think I don't think they really care, and I think that um, I think they just like knew that I wouldn't care if they, they cared. Have you just seen you in drag? 
like, yeah. have you been to shows? Um, yeah, they've never been to shows, but my mom buys, like, um, she's bought, like, all my merch and, like, the magazine Aww. I was in for Sasha Velour. She, like, bought, like, several of those. Aww. And, like, she, she's just, like, hillbilly, and then she just, like, shows everybody. No one really, like, gets it, but she's, like, she's, like, proud. She called me uh, one time uh, when I was doing uh, All Stars. Or not doing All Stars, but the... Uh, <laughs> like what? A, what is it? Uh, like a premiere this party. Yeah. I was there, oh, yeah. and she, like, called me afterwards and, like, just told me she was proud and she was drunk, so was I. <laughs> and I, like, came I came into G-Man Tavern, and I looked over at Lucy, and Lucy goes, what's wrong? And she ran over, and I just started crying. Aww. Like, my mom said she's proud of me. Aww. That's amazing, yeah. though. Luckily, my makeup's already <laughs> smeared, so, it, like, uh-huh. tears didn't matter. <laughs> Your art pop could mean anything. Yeah, anything <laughs> you want it to be. <laughs> Trey, can I have more champagne? Yeah, can I have more champagne, too? I mean, if we're all doing it. I'm getting the shakes. Well. Um, okay, well, the yeah. <laughs> Naomi's mom is like so supportive of her, and it's mm, June Heppenstall is kind of the most adorable woman to ever exist. June Heppenstall honestly is my drag mom. Like Aww. she bought me all my first wigs, all my makeup, yeah, like and all, you everything. Maybe this is too deep, but you never had to like come out, right? Like you, just, yeah, no, not at all. My parents like knew I was. I didn't gay either. Right when I, oh my god, I, I've never had the conversation that I'm gay. Tony. Yeah, <laughs> it was. That's awesome though. Yeah, I'm putting towels on my head as an updo. Mm-hmm. That's gateway drug. Cool. I love yeah. seeing kids like that now too. With yes. like mm-hmm. parents are totally cool. That's the nail that's honestly the best part about DragCon is seeing the kids. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, like absolutely. Cool it is to be gay and like their parents are so accepting. So much hope. And they're so like grateful for us for like inspiring them. And oh yeah. I wish that I was a kid growing up with Drag Race and like yeah. Okay. Oh, a lot, of, a lot of things would be different. Things have moved in such a short period of time because like kids were not out in in like barely out in high school. I wasn't really out in high school. My. <laughs> <laughs> but I was afraid to come out. Now these kids are coming out in elementary school. It's crazy. It's wild. And yeah. there's like, you know, actually things in place that can protect them. Like, yeah. you know, if someone, I had a teacher call me gay when I was trying to be in the closet, like in front of the class. Trying and to be I, in the closet? I, I was. And uh, I just remember being like, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. I went to Catholic school. Like, shit uh, was bad. Yeah. It couldn't be out. Yeah, you can't do it. And now, out of school. It's just in this short period of time, I mean, not that it's 100%, but it's fucking sickening that these kids, mm-hmm. you know... Can go through hormone therapy oh. and, like, all of this stuff. Like, Well, they don't... Ha- that's the thing that's crazy and amazing about it is they don't have to. They can just... They get blockers. Get blockers and, and not have to go through the whole, like, going backwards phase. You just... Are and yeah. you can grow up with those experiences, right? Is also like gonna make you like more well rounded. Oh my god, I think about that all the time. How I'm basically like an adolescent boy, right? Now. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just gonna have a horrible Love puberty things. experience as an adult, <laughs> just humping everything. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> is it my turn? Yeah, it yeah. Is. Sorry, the the champagne's flowing. We're gabbing. Everything's good. Um, what celebrity would you most like to impersonate? Um, Parker Posey. Ooh, I, <laughs> that would be I good. Yeah. I love I like Parker that. Posey. She's just so funny she's and like she's wild. Yeah, love it. she's just funny and she just. I feel like she'd just be cool to hang out with. And mm-hmm. her like acting style and like humor is just. I don't know. It's kind of like stupid and with dry. The, with the braces and best in show. Oh, oh my god! god. Yeah. Yeah. so good. This isn't a bee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love her in Party Girl. Have you ever she's seen that? So yeah. She's so good. She's just my favorite Girl. that because she's she's just so. Uh, like pretty much everyone who Trendy. works in drag or like in the club scene, mm-hmm. she's like just makes money doing nothing, kind of, and yeah. just like hustling through the whole entire movie. I and love then, it. And then they throw the party in the library. Uh-huh. Like, oh, it's such a good movie. I love it. Who would you, you lucky? Who would you me? Be? Who would I impersonate? Uh, 
occur? Well, this is a question I'm curious about the parameters of, like living, dead. Oh yeah, like, every all of it. Uh, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a Muppet already, so I don't know that that's too much of a stretch. But prob probably, I don't know, probably James Dean, I think. Oh, uh, okay. That'd be cool. I, I see do, that for you. I yeah. want to do James Dean, yeah. You or like red sprint out on you? I mean, Wait, we can talk about that, that yeah, offline. Yeah, that's what he, that was like one of his kinks. He was oh, a yeah. freak. He and was a freak. I love He that. and Marlon Brando hooked it up, yeah. and I sometimes at night picture that. Wait, they, they had sex? Oh, yeah. They were both bi. Yeah. I love that. Back oh, were they, was uh, James Dean in 27 Club? Did he die? I'd watch that. I would watch them have sex for sure. Oh, oh absolutely. I think he was. I think he I mean, was pretty young. I'm not sure. It was, was a car accident, right? Who was it that said Marlon Brando would be really good in bed? Yeah, James Dean died in a car accident. Somebody said Marlon Brando was amazing in bed and Elvis wasn't. And I can't remember who it was. She's oh, still alive. That. I could picture mm. that. Being I think very it was Rita accurate. Moreno. Maybe. Oh, God. Yeah. And she was just like, yeah, let me tell you about Elvis. I feel like <laughs> Elvis was just life. a fucking slob. Yep. Like, I feel like just Elvis, you had, to, you had to like uh, push the crumbs off the bed before you lay down with Elvis. <laughs> oh my God, so right? That's what some say about you. Well, like, yeah, but. Oh my God. He, oh, yeah. James Dean died when he was 24. Yeah. R.I.P., baby. Damn. I loved you. What about you? <laughs> um, I I mean, I've done um, Patsy from uh, oh, that's Fab. Good. Oh, yeah, that was funny. And though. I just really. I love that one. Anything that's like super, uh, uh, like I could really like rough house with her. Like she's very like physical. I like that. Um, so yeah. yeah. And drunk. She was my favorite. Drunk. And drunk. Yeah. I mean, that's we hit a lot of the same. God, I love beats, that. Fab. And like whenever I did like theater and got to make my own like characters and stuff, they were always it was always lots of like Drunks. falling and lots of like you know just physical humor is my mm. jam. <laughs> so lots of yeah, I think Patsy's my jam. Yeah, that makes sense. I love that. Meow, for you. Um, for two. If I had to impersonate any celebrity, it would be Wendy Williams. Mm -hmm. I'm like obsessed. <laughs> you so are crazy. so obsessed with her, and it's. I think you like her so much because she's like polarizing, and mm -hmm. you love that she like does exactly what she wants to do. I'm very interested <laughs> in like famous people who still seem like genuine and aren't necessarily so afraid to speak their mind because yeah. like. Fame in general, there's like so many people who are coming after every mm -hmm. single thing you're saying. <clears throat> and I think the thing with Wendy Williams is she says what she thinks and she's open to hearing like opinions on like why she shouldn't think that way. Yeah. And that's kind of how I live my life. Like I know I'm very like stubborn, but I'm <laughs> always trying to like learn why something should be another way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and like, she like prove me wrong. Tell me why. Yeah, yeah and she speaks that. her mind and I've like always kind of like grew up really shy and now I'm like feeling a little bit more confident. Yeah. Like, I know I'm not a malicious person, so I should just voice my brain because I don't think anything I say is, like, yeah. fucked up. Sometimes it does get weird, though, when you, like, just say say something you think is, like, harmless and you're just, like, being funny and then someone's, like, wow. And then they're, like, tagging totally. other people on Instagram or something and be, like, this is what they... Th you know, it's just, like, this weird thing where people kind of, like, are ready to be offended or want to... I was talking My about this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. But I was just talking about call-out culture and how, like, we... It's just it's, toxic. It's, it's really bad. It it's it's good to way. hold people accountable yeah. and to, like... But know your villain. And to be like, hey, that thing yeah. you said, that was fucked up and here's why, and yeah. have a conversation about it so that person can, like, change their behavior going forward. But yeah. just, like, automatically being like, you said that fucked up thing, so you're canceled. Yeah. I'm not always into that. I My, hate canceled, My, too. Who the fuck are you to tell someone Yeah, canceled. canceled. And everybody else. I hate it. That's, that to me just sounds so mean. And I get it that it's 
for like really bad people, but you're canceled. It's just I don't know. I understand what it means, but uh, I feel like aggressive mm. people online. Uh, it's just it's turned into this thing to where they're just trying to get like all of their anger out and it's like their therapy mm-hmm. yeah. in a way it's not even like it's just not even they don't even know what they're doing they're just getting aggression out right. virtual well, punching the thing yeah. like, like opinions when people like voice their opinions doesn't matter what it is other people are going to like respond to that in the comments and the yeah. likes oh yeah and that's I think that's what a lot of like the reason of all these like crazy vague posts because they yeah. just like want people to notice them and there's only like one person out of like ten who get like angry or offended by it you know yeah i grew up loving the internet and then i grew up like loving famous it. And, <laughs> and then i just like realized that people don't necessarily understand like my cadence through my like oh uh, yeah stuff it's like hard that. sometimes You're, like that whole like manchester situation yeah it's sad to think um, yeah, people thought I was like making a joke. There oh, needs man. to be a tone and button on social media. I was sad to posts. think I was living when um, others were dying at Ariana, yeah. and that's like literally like the cadence I was saying. It's so sad to think I was living while others were dying at Ariana. Like I was just like, cause, you know, as yeah. it wasn't a joke. It was just like a kind of more of an observation. It and, was yeah. the way that was phrased, and people thought. But I was like labeled this like bratty, awful sense of humor person, yeah. and it wasn't even a joke. Yeah. This is also like people really project like, what they I really worry regret about. saying sorry for it because I wasn't offending anybody and I was never I'd never have any intentions like that. Yeah. Kind of like why I keep my persona very neutral. Mhm. So you yeah. So you wish you didn't like. You know, I think I think I, I'm really sorry if I ever offended anybody. Yeah. But the intention was the not intention to was say what kind of came out. Anybody. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a blurry sentence like it could have like when I saw it, I was like, "Is this a joke? I don't really understand what this means." Right. But talking to you, I know that you wouldn't go out of your way to like make fun of people dying. Well, yeah. But purpose. this is why the internet is so difficult because like it's unless there's a video of you online with tone and facial, like yeah. we we totally underestimate how tone and facial expressions yeah. like de de thorn the things that we're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in in just a written sentence, it can be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think about. Kathy Griffin doing the video where she's crying and apologizing for doing the uh, oh, man. the Trump head thing. Yeah. And then she went back and was like, I don't know why I did that. She's like, my publicist at the time told me I needed to do that, and I just feel like an idiot now. Mm-hmm. And now she's going on a, like, laugh-your-head-off tour and, like, selling stuff out. Yeah. And she's like, I wish I never apologized for those things. Because I think people go into things going, how can I get this person to apologize? Mm-hmm. Apologize. Yeah. And, you know. If I think the key is not to apologize. I wish I just would have explained myself better mm-hmm. in the moment, I think. But I was just, like, so scared with, like, all, like, the hate mail I was getting that I was like, uh, your just brain goes, like, what the fuck should I do right now? Yeah. You know. And it kind of, when you feel people coming at you really hard, it it can do this for me. And even as someone who's yelling on the mic all the time and, and supposed to be on my toes all the time, it can f- silence you almost. Like, when a bunch of people are going, like, fuck you, fuck you, or saying mean things to you, like, it can totally shut down your brain's response. And you're just like, what do I do? Do I back yeah. into a corner? Do I get the fuck out of here? Like, do I apologize? How do I get out of this? Yeah. Well, I you're think- being vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and it's hard because you want someone to approach you, even if they don't know you very well, you want them to approach you as a person who made a mistake mm-hmm. instead of a bad person, mm-hmm. which right. I don't believe in bad people or good people. I, I just I believe agree. in choices. Yeah. So, But, like, it's hard when you're 
in that moment and you're flush with anger not to just want to point and yell at somebody. But yeah. that's what adults do. They regulate their emotions. It's true. And think about how to best approach a situation. Yeah. And the internet is hard because it's so anonymous so people don't have to do that. And you can't ask your parents for help or like advice because they <laughs> oh, didn't grow totally. up with it. No. Yeah. And Absolutely. they would never be in the situation that we're in like getting attacked for something that we tweeted like while taking a shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you do that a lot, do you? Yeah. Is that your... P- primary location yeah, for Twitter. Got to sit in my desk chair. Oh my god, it's true. Is um, it you or me now? We've gone off the deep end, but I love that conversation. Yeah, I'm glad we had that one. Yeah. Um you I'll do it. Uh oh man, this is a loaded question. What's one song you feel should never be performed by anyone and why? Ariana Grande's new album, T. <laughs> I said I said I didn't you love her new album. I'm I, leaving the podcast. <laughs> I said no. I didn't love T-Rex her. T-Rex is canceled. <laughs> Sweetener forever. <laughs> I said I didn't like her new um, album that much. I thought it was boring. And the audience, it was like litter. Crickets. It was, no, it was the opposite. No, I was, it was there. Like, it was people like... Some people were like, yes. And then some people were like, how dare you? It was like a giant roar. There was just like, like people started yelling at each other. It was like, <laughs> like a stadium. We love polarizing icons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Wendy Williams. I just loved looking up at you just being like shrugging and being I like, like, I said it. And the whole bitch. club got into a giant fight. <laughs> I love that. It was um, crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, I guess this is open up a conversation about like white girls performing the N word. Yeah, not great. Not great. If your lips move to Bodak <laughs> Yellow by Cardi B, you are canceled. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I don't think that white girls should be out here like lip syncing that word or other like slurs made by someone who's of color i just think it's like pointless and i've heard girls kind of be like but it's the song this is and it's like i do that song it's like you know but why why is that really the hill you want to die on for and 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 it's just why is it so important to you i just think like get rid of it Mm -hmm. even like when i'm like listening to like bodak yellow or or like a song that has like a slur in it i'll just say like doodle anytime (laughs) there's something that i'm not supposed to say because it sounds funny And it's like, because you know you find yourself singing along with a song and you don't want to, you know. So now you think the N-word's funny. (laughs) As long as you say doodle. Yeah, but I just just replace things with doodle. All swear words (laughs) in songs with doodle. Yeah, well, I just, well, you know, as a corny white person, you need to, you know, make sure. Just use what you got. Speaking of corny white people, Mm -hmm. um, I never like hearing Journey. <gasps> it's like my least favorite song. Oh. Like, it really ruined is. that like, song. I hate that song, and I hate <laughs> being at a wedding oh and God. seeing like, this like hetero men like, like, reaction to it. Like, just go it's into just... the cha-cha slide already. <laughs> that's their Bodak Yellow. Oh my that's God. It really is. Yeah. What? And so maybe that's why they hate black people. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is the best. We're white. Our, we're white. Our Wakanda is lazy town. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, yeah. So uh, I just feel like perform <laughs> songs that are authentic to your experience and like talk about how you feel about life and things like... Just, I feel like that's a more, a, a not a, a don't perform these songs, but like do perform songs that are things that really move you and not in a like, I love this song, it's fun to dance to kind of way. Like, oh, yeah, but you how, can have that too, but. I'm cool for the summer. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah but really like examine that and sit in it for yourself. Yeah, but like, hey, yeah. Or like, <laughs> hey, yeah. Like, I know. I know. She said better job. Oh my God. I love um, it. I don't know. Is there. 
any song that's like, I mean, just I'm, something super racist. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, or like whatever the number one song on the radio is, I don't necessarily. Unless you're gonna fucking kill, kill it, it. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta unless crush that. Kill it. Mm-hmm. I do not want to hear like the number one top forty Mm-mm. Billboard right on stage. Mm-mm. But I think Kim Chi proved that like you can make anything a performance in a song because she did like the hokey pokey, which I'd be like, no drag queen should ever do that. And then she does it. You're like, wow, art. Yeah, she just has the audacity. My first trip to Chicago, we went to Jackhammer, and she saw someone do the hokey pokey, and she asked me what this song is. She didn't know. Oh my gosh, (laughs) that's amazing. And that was that was her childhood. That changed her life forever. (laughs) There are things that Kim was like not in in the states for. Like she like she used to do X Y Z at Roscoe's Mm -hmm. in the beginning. And after, like, two or three, she's like, can I just tell you, I can't do this party. Like, I wasn't in America at this point. I don't understand, like, 90s culture, really. Like, the irony is, like, lost on me. Like, we're like, everyone, we're going to do a photo shoot. Bring your 90s looks. She dressed up like uh, Kiko from... from uh, Zoom, yeah, and was wearing <laughs> was wearing jean overalls and pigtails. This is incredible. And I, was I like, love that. I love okay. everything about this. Okay, I get, I get She's it. She's obscure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true. She, I've seen her perform songs that are just chicken noises. Like she's, yeah, that's she's, her single. That's she can do everything. Single, yeah. Oh my that's god, <laughs> I love it. She's conceptual, but <laughs> chicken. Well, for <laughs> yeah, I feel like this next number or this next number, Jesus, this next question is uniquely designed for T to answer. Oh, okay. How do you deal with hate or critique? critique. Damn. Uh, is that two different questions? These two. Um. Hmm. Okay. Um, hey, no, that's one question, no, right? No, no, it's two questions. Okay. How do? Sorry, guys, we're confused. Uh, how do you deal with hate or critique? I love critique. I like to have conversations with my friends. Like Naomi is all about being like, mm, yeah, but what if you did this? Constructive criticism. Yeah, mm-hmm. so important. And I always say also. If you have a note to give to someone, I don't just go out giving people notes either. Mm-mm. Like, if someone says, what did you think about this? I say, if they're still in that outfit and they just came off the stage, or if they're still, yeah, if they're still in the outfit and it's the night of, don't do it then. Mm-mm. Wait a couple of days later and then say, we can revisit this later. Because you feel embarrassed when you just did it where someone tells you what you just did was stupid. But right, if it's a couple days later, of it. you go, this is what I would change. And they can like a- actually think about it, but it, it registers as embarrassment in the moment, if yeah. you're in the outfit. Oh, yeah, you feel so humiliated standing there in that yeah, dress like, that you've totally. just told like, is bad. Cool, yeah. then I guess I'll go home. Like, right, yeah. yeah. So I think it's about, high. it's about time, you know. Time in the place. Time, yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, hate is... I'm kind of humored by hate. Like, I don't know. I think my brain's wired incorrectly. I, feel cute. <laughs> I, I was thinking about this, like, when we did the roast. Like, <clears throat> I think, like, this is kind of dark, but I think the kids with the darkest childhoods who, like, were bullied, who, like, saw failure and embarrassment mm. and humiliation when they were younger and felt those things can really handle a roast better because people who didn't really feel that, if you insult them, they're like, how dare you? But, like, I grew up with those emotions of, <laughs> of you like, really embarrassing. And so I, it's like, I've given a gift to my friends of, like, you get to do this to me. Like, call me names. Like, <laughs> roast me, please. Because it's I... Cool way of thinking about it. I'm like, you know, I've gone past the point where it registers as, like, negative. So I can still be humored about, like, hate at this point. Yeah. Not that, you know, a lot of people hate me because I'm so lovable. Oh, my God. But um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it just doesn't... It, it they want me. a gig. <laughs> 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 um, 
no. Um, what do you think? Hate and critique. This kind of goes back to mm-hmm. the Twitter conversation. And I think that I'm like a really realistic person, and I can read the hate. And yeah. I do. I'm very interested in it because I want to get better. And if you notice something that I'm not noticing, I'm like intrigued on how I can yeah. change it. But there's just some hate that's just like so outlandish mm-hmm. and like they just don't know you as a person so you mm-hmm. can't let it affect you. The only people like the only opinions I really care about are like who I surround myself with and who I like yeah. admire. So and if, if you don't fit in that yeah. When girls complain or they're like this person was like hating on me or they like make status about this person said this about me, my response will always be, "So why is she why do you consider her your mentor?" And then, Ooh, yeah. like, I've said that, why... Does she have to say hi to and you? you say, yeah. And you say, well, she's not. It's like, then why do you fucking care? Are you holding yourself to her standards? Mm-hmm. You think she's below you, right? Like, then why do you care what she thinks? Yeah. Like, unless this person is sickening and I want to be like them, then I don't care about just some moron's opinion. Yeah. Kiss my ass. The hate, going back to the hate, if you're going to deliver hate... Please also give a solution to change it. Ah, that's great. Yeah, like so many people love to like say this is wrong. That's what's that goes frustrating like about the, the canceling thing. Too. It's like, give all me right, a you're reason. canceled. Go away forever. Who's the next person we're mad at? You know, yeah. it's like, what's the solution? How can we give change me reasons this? and a PowerPoint presentation why you are right? <laughs> no. and Support why your I'm thesis. Wrong. Yeah, because yeah. then I'm interested. Yeah, because then I would love to know. Pro- but, like, like you have prove to me wrong in a very different package than like four words. Yeah, I will never forget being like attacked for being transphobic in this group one time. It was like this giant, I know, this right? Group? <laughs> this, this group particularly here today. No, no, it was online. I was in this like giant, giant, I forget what group it was for. It was like a discussion group or something, some queer group. And I was like, I said something and it was before I understood like the terms AFAB and AMAB. And I was talking about like being female bodied or something. And and like I got this deluge of people, and it just all day like hundreds and hundreds of people commenting and oh, being like, God. "You're transphobic. Bad things are gonna happen to you." Like yeah. just being really awful. And I legitimately was like, "I don't know how to express what I said in a different way." And then yes. finally, finally, somebody popped on and was like, "Hey, just so you know, these are the terms." And yes. I was like, Thank you. That was, I will fix right. it. That was you know? how I felt with like the bio queen discussion with so many people going, can't we just call them drag queens? And it's like, I think that's so easy to say, but you need to like realize that the people who are saying bio queens a lot of the time are female body people, AFAB people, hey, thank you. whatever, that uh, do drag and want to look for other people like them. Yeah, it's, you know, they're it's definitely like, what's hard. our subculture called? How do I find? It's like my a frag. Friends? Like, yeah. hi, help yeah. me. Yeah, like what? What? Right. What? Their what, safety pin, you could say. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> what uh, handkerchief do I put in my pocket? Yeah. They're basically saying like, how do I find other ones? Like, you don't need to attack them. They're looking for language to explain what right. they are. Right. So again, it's it, this is why I think what you said, Naomi, is so great because the, p- if you're gonna critique, you have to offer a solution. Right. Yeah. And, and like people have Google. I understand that. Simple. If you're, <laughs> and you can always be like, I can't. Explain this to you right now. These are the things you should Google. I always send people to the Southern Poverty Law, Southern Center, Poverty Law Center because there's so much good like information you know on there. It's, it's this sickening. great website, and I use it in my. E- We've talked about this on previous podcasts, but I've used it in my email signature 
to because I have my pronouns in there, and then I say what it, there's a little link that says what's this? How do I know about this? And you click it, and it goes to like an explanation of what pronouns are because not everybody yeah. knows this. People don't know shit. So oh, you gotta like give them the resources. That is a thing. Like some people just grow up differently than you. Yeah. And totally. they just surround themselves with different people and right. they're not gonna know everything that you know. So you can't expect everyone to Right. Really and you don't have to yeah. sit yeah. there and do the emotional labor and like spend hours and hours explaining them. But if you have, you know, a couple of links and you can be like, Hey, yeah. this thing you said, not cool, here's some links to explain why, then it's on them and if they haven't done the reading, you know, it's then, not your then fault. You don't have to like surround like yeah. you just respect each other and like you don't have to always hang out with each other. You don't like no. have to surround yourself with them. Not everybody has to be friends. Like just talk to each other like yeah. humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like if you're trying to change somebody's mind, you're going to get a better response if you're nicer and more constructive where let's say somebody doesn't know what they them is and then you're just saying, you're an idiot, how dare yeah. you do that? Yeah. You're, you're their first experience with a queer exactly. person so they're just going to think that you're like wild and out of control and they're not going to understand you yeah. unless you like politely and even also sometimes I find humor, make a joke about your queerness or like that situation so they feel more comfortable because yeah. you have to be the bigger person. Right. Right. Patton Oswald has it, mm-hmm. who I love him uh, and he has an amazing uh part where he talks about RuPaul and the T word and and then he goes into he's like there's different kinds of people there's someone who uses all the right language and you're like it's almost too good to be true and then there's someone who goes like you know Caitlyn Jenner it's nice to me I don't care you know like <laughs> where you 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 have to look at actually what the person's saying because the person who uses all the right language might be a sociopath mm-hmm. and, come in and burn your life down mm-hmm. uh, but we give them passes because they said all the right things but then we go and we just like hang this other person up on a cross because they like use the wrong just don't attack them you'll, yeah. you'll get further now if you tell them that you use they them pronouns and then they're like I don't really believe in that oh, then, then you have in. my full yeah. permission to drag Destroy them. Destroy them. Yes. Just tear them down Cancel the street. Yeah. Rope them to some horses. Cancel, yeah. Cancel them. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <Yeah>. Cancel. <laughs> I love it. All right. All right. Next question. I'm 39 and just getting started in drag? Question mark. That's cute. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I feel intimidated by the youth culture and drag. Any advice for overcoming that intimidation? I didn't start doing drag until I was in my late 39. 20s. Yeah, yeah. I'm so youthful. I'm a vampire. Thank you for writing in this question. You're welcome. Yeah. I just needed an answer. I was really, really confused. Um, no, like it's intimidated by the youth culture. I understand. Exactly. Yeah, you're <laughs> intimidated I've, I've by the youth. I've got you. That's fine. But like, trust that you have all of the things that I didn't know I had that could be applied to drag. All of that stuff will come up for you in the right moments, and you'll actually be really ahead of the game. That's all I have to say about that. I don't know. Yeah. What about y'all? Do you have advice for this 39-year-old drag no. person? Age is just a number. <laughs> Live your fan- there's, no, there's no age limit to living your fantasy. That's really great. You Thank should put you. that on a t-shirt. <laughs> it's so going to be on my next merch shirt. I'm, I'll buy it. Thank oh, you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just... D- uh, yeah, I guess I don't even know what the answer to that. I would just be. Well, you're old, like I'm bitch. Not. I'm getting old. Yeah, yeah I just, like uh, I have Peter Pan syndrome, <laughs> where I still act like a nine year old. So don't ask me. The lunchables you were eating. I, oh my I, god, yeah. that was a charcuterie no, board. Seriously, yes, the welfare yeah. charcuterie board. We call no, it. he always eats a lunchable before yeah, we do. record a podcast. It's like a ritual. She now. gets cheesy. Well, on the on the corner, there's a fabulous uh, <laughs> liquor store that has a great food. <laughs> Uh, selection and uh, you know I like that I gotta get my protein I love cheese 
So anyways. And yep. slice deli. Moving on. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, just getting started and intimidated by youth culture. I mean... Do things that feel right to you. I mean, people people Leave, are divas. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just start there. I think, don't, I would say this almost comes, and, I, and I, I'm critiquing you. <laughs> this <laughs> almost comes from like a us versus them kind of a yeah, point of view. Yeah. So don't think about it like as uh, I'm old and the kids are young mm-hmm. and they don't like me. Just think about it like how can I find a common ground mm-hmm. with other people? Yeah. Um, so yeah, you've already got it. Ground. Find the common ground, I guess, is what you do. Right. Dr- you both love drag. Just talk about drag. Yeah, befriend yeah. some youngums. Yeah. <laughs> the babies. Yeah. Um, Over eighteen though. We have one final question. <laughs> mm-hmm. This has been a fun one. Yeah. I feel like we started out slow and then we just started like. Well, because we got drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what has been your most interesting performance and why? I'll skip for me. <laughs> what do you think? Anytime you're on stage. <laughs> yeah. T. That was your most interesting performance, is your uh, name change. <laughs> It was art. It was a movement. I say I perform. I perform miracles every Saturday, hurting these fucking cats. All right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I think my most interesting performance was. Does anyone is anyone familiar with like um, I squirt on a pillow? Oh my god, <gasps> I, that's not what? that squirt. squirt I brought your shirt. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, you have yeah, my camouflage I brought, shirt. Yeah, I brought your squirt oh my shirt. God. I wanted that shirt. <laughs> yeah, back. It's I so just brought it. Yeah. It's gonna be so good after your squirt. <laughs> it's so, what I slept. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening it's an right old now. Old internet okay. video of yeah. a girl going, "It's not play, it's squirt," and she squirted on a pillow, and she's like showing people, and yeah. it's weird. And when I was twenty-one, I like Mickey's was always like Showgirls Mickey's in West Hollywood was yeah. a show I always want to be part of, and Raven was like my favorite drag queen, mm-hmm. and she had me come for her birthday show. And I knew that was her favorite, like, meme, meme <laughs> oh internet video. So I made a whole performance. So you did it to basically impress Raven. Raven. Yeah. I mean, that seems like did a good reason gag? to me. Did she love it? Oh, she loved it. And, like, I had, the key was I had an enema, like, cut in a I had a hole cut in my underwear, the enema going straight down, and I brought out a pillow. And I just, like, had to push on the enema. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You just got to be in the mood to do I it. Love it. Did people That's love crazy. it? Did people get into oh, it? People loved it. It was so. I, it was like very fun to be on stage and just like let go. Because whenever I'm on stage, I'm trying to be like pretty yeah, and fashion. And it's hard yet, to get even on a box. pillow, you were still beautiful and fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, I, I wanted to pee on my bed. I love how beautiful. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I like fun. when you do weird stuff. Yeah, because it doesn't happen a lot. I mean, you're so good at like fashion. Well, and when well, someone pretty I, does something weird, I feel like it yeah. is even weirder like, and like cooler. You're so brave. That's yeah. too much power. Yeah. What I realized with drag now is I have the best time when I actually have fun and do something I yeah. want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of like trying to find some obscure like reference or like do something that nobody else is doing. Cool for the summer. Have fun. That's <laughs> yeah, perform new, cool for the summer. <laughs> that's your new chapter though, as you're just doing whatever the fuck you want. But like. Have, just like, because what I want to do, I'm entertained by, and I think that people are really entertained when someone's having fun on stage. Oh, that's so, key. Yeah. Yeah, might as well just be that. If they're not having fun, then they just, you can tell, and they look bored, and you're yeah. like, well, I'm going to get and a drink. And then it's going to affect you. Oh, yeah. Because like, you just, like, you see you them, and it's why, like ping like, pong of emotion. Internal, yeah. You vibe with the audience, and the audience isn't vibing with you, then. Mm-hmm. My favorite performance you ever did, and I think it was just the look, too, is uh, Billy Ocean, Lover Boy. Oh, yeah, that was fun. I just, I don't know. I had never heard that song before. Maybe I'm 
canceled because uh, <laughs> I don't know Billy Ocean. Uh, but I became obsessed with that song, and the look you had was just so sickening with like Thank you. fluid. Oh, I just was like, I don't know. It's that was good. Favorite. That's my favorite thing to do is like come up with a look and like tell a story on stage with yeah. that look. Yeah, yeah. you're and, like, good have at that. the song like match it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I will never forget watching Nico perform Funnel of Love as What's as fun? Uma Thurman from Pulp Fiction and oh, like I did a bunch of cocaine blow, do, blowing clouds of cocaine off of the stage. Wow. That was a wild time. How old were you? How long ago was this? It wasn't that long Two ago. Two years ago? Yeah. It's like when Double Door was still a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, R.I.P. I miss that. And it, you know. When does your... Um, Nico currently has a bum knee and can't perform. Mm-hmm. So never when well couldn't really perform. Either. Um, I go in for another. I go in <laughs> for another MRI. Can host. Uh, I go in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a host now. I'm a comedian. I'm a podcaster. Uh, I'm, I'm really making now. it. I make money. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> Wait. So when do you get when you? Um, well, I go in for uh, an MRI again just to see if like physical therapy and things because it can heal itself essentially. It just mm-hmm. cartilage has a. Uh, really lack of blood flow to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a chance that um, I don't have to get the uh, surgery. So I go back in. And I lost a lot. It's called apathy, which is like your muscle mass in your leg. Mood. Yeah. Apathetic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I lost a bunch of uh, muscle mass in my leg. So I had to like build that back. Because when you have, uh, when I, if I do get surgery, I like am in a leg brace for like a month. Yeah. And so it's going to get smaller. Yeah. So I had to like sh- get my muscle mass like back up. Yeah. And do you know how far you are on the uh, list for your lobotomy? <laughs> oh, no. That was the first thing I got okay, done. Cool. cool. Yeah. This is a medical podcast Gee, now. How far are you on the list of the spectrum? <laughs> oh, no. We actually had this conversation before we started filming. And filming? Oh, wait, did we not talk about typing? No, we were talking about it earlier. Oh. Uh, ooh. <laughs> well, edit, edit, edit. I mean, I guess we can, yeah, we can include it. I, Trixie Mattel made a joke about me being on the spectrum, and then... Uh, it w- laid dormant for about two years, and then someone like chopped it and reposted it. Like so many great things on the internet, yeah, <laughs> out of nothing context. Nothing ever dies. And uh, and then it it became like, are is she really on the spectrum? Like people deciding if they were able to be offended by the joke or not, including people sending me. Uh, tweets that said, answer the question, sis, are you on the spectrum? Oh Which goes back and to I was just like, this is earlier. so, like, That's you're, so invasive you're and missing the whole point. Yeah, hate like, and critique. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Hey, I'm yo, sis, what's your spectrum, <laughs> ma? Yeah, and here Why you are now this? bringing it back up. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I do, I'm not on the spectrum, but my grandfather was, and I was raised by him, and I oh. really believe that oh. it's, like, affected so much of, like, how I view things. That's really interesting. Yeah. Because there was, like, a, a kind of a, a weird emotional uh, disconnect with things. Like, yeah. you, you know, when people are on the spectrum, you don't always, they're not great at knowing reading emotion and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of grew up being taught by someone on the spectrum. So sometimes I think there is a super directness that I got from being raised like that where you just go, I don't like it, change it. Yeah. You know, like Oh my God, this is I've a mod- medical you. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? So, yeah. And it wasn't until I was later <laughs> in life that I realized that like the way he behaved was uh like you know, kind of was specific to him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that not everyone responded to things like that. And I mean, when you grow up with some, with that, you're like, yeah, it is yeah. what it is. That's so interesting. Yeah. So, so anyways, that was your cancel, most interesting performance. Cancel Trixie Mattel. <laughs> <laughs> so many white girls would be crying all over them. Everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. 
Um, I think my most interesting performance was on Lucy Stuhl's birthday. Um, <laughs> I had uh, Pup Roo come out, who is a, a person pup. Um, and we put a Snickers bar inside their rectum. And then I came out uh, in a giant purse uh, as Lindsay Lohan, and Pup Roo was my chihuahua. And I took the Snickers bar out of the butthole, and then I ate it, and then I proceeded to eat the butt. And it was really nice. I, like, I suggest it. I feel like I'm not creative. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Nico's not sanitary. Yeah. Uh, yep. I'm um, like, I'm going to do it. Hey, don't kink shame. <laughs> it's not a kink shame. You're just like. Um, I like Snickers. Yeah. Yeah. Snickers warm. Are deli- oh warm. Warm. Yeah. yeah. It's not Nelly. kink shaming. It's health code shaming. Yeah. <laughs> health code violence. I wasn't selling it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Fuck you. My, my most interesting performance. I, uh. I'm not sure. I feel like I haven't done it yet. Oh, <laughs> no, th- that one where you're like lip syncing to spoken word, and it's like that, like yeah. Oh, the that's really the good. the hypnotism one where I hypnotize Bitch. men men how not to be afraid of powerful women. I've been oh, thinking about bringing that back. That's a really I good haven't one. seen that. Like, like, you did. Really I fucked it up. <laughs> I'm gonna do it better next time. Oh, really? When mm-hmm. I, I felt, like the first time I saw you perform, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you knew every single word. Oh my god, I love it. That to me, when someone's doing a spoken word uh neon calypso did it at black girl magic yep. yeah it's beautiful it, it's like a 10 minutes of her talking mm-hmm. and she did not skip a beat and there's something so mesmerizing about watching someone do that because that is fucking hard and it's selling it yeah you you can't approximate that at all you really have to believe in and no understand course. what you're saying and yeah. that's why i love that thank you for bringing that up i forgot completely about that, that. thank you i'll do it again mm-hmm. Oh, this I'm a has been so stand. nice. You are. <laughs> it's true. Well, you do. Yeah. You have a good memory for things too. I like watch a performance, and ten minutes later, I'm like, "What was the performance? <laughs> I can't remember fucking anything." But it's all the drugs. Her left ear. Who was that? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's kimchi too. Wow. <gasps> oh, I noticed that um, your ring finger had a different <laughs> color nail, but uh, it's like um, uh, a little bit greener than the others. Did you lose that nail, or did you do that on purpose? Like, no one fucking noticed that, you psycho. But see, the thing is, like. When you're first starting drag, I think that's what you should do. You should have like the attention to the details. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah. what really makes absolutely. It. And Curation. have someone in your life that I was goes, say, yeah. "What was wrong with your?" Yeah. Yeah. That's helpful. Let your friends help you because have you real friends too. Because some of these queens like will go out and, and like, it's like, "Who you lied can just to you?" Tell that no. Everyone went sickening, anything. Mama. Yeah, let's go. They just Get let in the car. You, they just let you have butterflies as a reveal. Yeah, yeah. like oh. that's called not having a friend. Right. Like, you need someone to give you the real tea and. Kind of check you before. Yeah. And the more that you have those people around you, the more that when you're getting ready, you can hear the voice and go, Yeah. Kim would tell me don't wear this dress. Yep. Because they want to see you succeed. They yeah. want to see you exactly. succeed. Exactly. And you get better. You, you can't like hear, well, back to criticism. You can't hear criticism and go, This person is trying to hurt me. If you if it's your friend and their intention is there to help you, yeah. to, bitch, you better be open to that shit. Just listen and listen. process. It Jenica, might not you be must right really you, love me and, and want me to succeed. <laughs> 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 Still waiting. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I, I used to be more upfront. Abrupt. Things that I, I would be like, why did you do this? This is wrong. <laughs> but I realized, just going back to my grandpa, that, you know, and I'm 30 now, so it took me a very long time to realize this, that people hear that and it's we still not like you. always uh, productive. So uh, I try to, like, nudge it in. And I like how, like, uh, like you or Kim... <laughs> 
<laughs> will hate something I wore, I can tell. And then he'll <laughs> say, like, but okay, I have an idea. What if you wear something that looked like this? Like, the opposite of what you wore yesterday. Criticism. <laughs> like, what if instead of this, it was this? Well, you have to, yeah, in, right. you have to, you have to inception somebody. You have to, like, <laughs> you have to, like, make them think it was their idea, yeah. but in reality, you're like... Like Jedi Kim, mind trick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kim just uh, sitting in LA being like, I started all of that in Chicago. <laughs> oh I accepted everybody. <laughs> <laughs> She's powerful. She's a powerful witch. She's an evil witch. <laughs> Um, well, all this right, has well, been so much fun. Yeah, that us oh my God, thank you guys for thank coming. You for having me. Um, <laughs> well, you, well, what's your um, social media? Um, you can follow me at Naomi Smalls on Instagram, at Naomi Smalls Duh on Tumblr, <laughs> or Naomi Smalls on YouTube, and look out for my like so much fun docu series, uh, Smalls World. Oh, I love Smalls it. World. What That's episode really are you on? I think I'm on episode nine. We're gonna finish out season one with episode ten, and then start. Making some new shit. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to rebrand it and have fun with it. Oh, really? Awesome. You're changing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Love it. Nico. What's your uh, social media? Um, Instagram at Nico Z World, N I C O Z World. Um, and that's like, that's like pretty much it. I'm coming out with some new pins, or I have new pins, and I'm going to launch them soon uh, and announce them by Micah. Um, they're like the leg ones. Yeah. Yeah. What's your um, Twitter? I don't. I have. I deleted to, uh, the app. I don't have it anymore. Really? Oh. I. I can't. I, I'm not good at words <laughs> or spelling. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Medium. I'm not funny. I'm very much so. Just look at that person across the way. They look like they're half interesting. Yeah. Um. Where, where can they find you? Uh. You can find me at Berlin at Crash Landing or Smart Bar at for Queen every Sunday. Uh. Yeah. And we're taking Queen to uh New York. Uh, for DragCon, and that's going to mm-hmm. be on a Thursday. So excited. The last time was so much Yeah, fun. it's going to be at the House of Yes. Oh, we had Yeah, on yeah. Thursday. We're starting it's it off. Sunday. Uh, Detox is doing it. Shay, nice. uh, Vixen. We have, like, a bunch of people. Yeah. You're going to be there. Everyone's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah, true. Come hang. That'll okay, be the good. place to <laughs> um, I am T-Rex in Chicago uh, on all my social media. Uh, I host Drag Matinee every Saturday. We have uh, special guest Sherry Vine coming for the 250th show. Also, uh, I'm hosting X. XYZ on uh, the 7th of October, uh, and I can announce here, we're going to have uh, Yuha Hamasaki as our special guest. Ooh. Also, Art Simone oh, from I love Art Australia Simone. is Oh my God, there. I'm so excited. Uh, so so it's gonna be She's so nice, too. Yeah, uh, what's her? Art. R-T-I-S-T. Artist. So yeah, Lucky. I am Lucky.Stiff on Instagram. I am LuckyStiff2 on Twitter. And every third Friday, I co-host Goddess with Cat's Ass at Berlin. And then the day after that, I'm going to be a drag matinee on the 15th. So I'm very, very excited. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for thank having you. me. I love you both. Aww, this was really fun. Signing off. <laughs> Seacrest, out. Ow, my Flips the table. <laughs> <laughs>